This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Yesterday, the Kansas City Chiefs parade turned into a huge news story and a terrible event as there was a shooting towards the end of the parade. I'm sure everybody has seen the news by now. Unfortunately, one person dying and then at least 22 others that were injured during the shooting, including a lot of children. So, unfortunately, a celebration that we have seen many times throughout sports and in Kansas City, the third time that usually goes off with just no problems and maybe you get a few drunk people and some normal chicanery turns into a tragedy yesterday. And unfortunately, what happens with these incidents is that it becomes a platform to for people to get across their political views and get on their soapbox and they don't necessarily care about the victims they care about how this can get across their agenda and then as you watch the news or you open up social media that's what it's all about is is that and what i try to focus on during this and there's nothing i can do about it sitting here right here this morning and i could sit here and yell and scream and and blame this and blame that nothing's going to change but what i try to do is i try to think about the things that are important in this are the children that survived this that have been injured are they going to get the proper care after this so this is something this trauma that they're dealing with is not going to lead to a PTSD terrible life that they're going to deal with as you've seen in the past you know the family of the person that died those are the things that we should be focusing on because I mean that's real life stuff let's not just take this and say well this is why we need to change this and this is why we need to change that and this is why we need to change this I mean it's just it's it's horrible and it was the worst of yesterday was the worst of what we are and it's it's unfortunate because not only the shooting boomer, but then the reaction to it and how people are like, you know, damn, this is a great opportunity for me now to to jump in and throw my opinion out there and how to change the world because it's an election year and let's grab this thing and take it. It's just it's just flat out, flat out sickening. Good morning. How are you? I can only think of one word and that's heartbreaking. You know, and you think about uh, over a million people at this parade and so many people now that are affected by this. It's not just the people that were shot, but all the people that saw them get shot. Yeah. Uh, so there are going to be a lot of people that are going to be dealing with a lot of mental, mental health issues, and it's going to be just absolutely awful. And, you know, I, I'm not going to get into the political aspect of it at all. I'm just 
you know, and I don't, you know, the thing is, is you say thoughts and prayers and everybody shoots that down, too, because that supposedly you can't have thoughts and prayers uh, in, in situations well, it's, like it's this. It's not so much can. that. I think the criticism to that is that 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 is the the default setting where people will throw that out there and be like, hey, look, see, I care about this. And well, I'd then, like to think we all care about it. Yeah. And I don't, I'd also like to think that, you know. Guys like Trey Filter, the guy who you know dove on one of the guys yeah. and tackled him, yeah, yeah. is a is an absolute hero. Yep. and you know that guy is just goes to the parade. He's there, and uh, next thing you know, he's on top of a guy who's got a gun, mm-hmm. and and he tackles the guy, sits on him, and another uh, bystander comes in and helps him until the police arrive. And you know, I felt bad for the mayor yesterday. I felt bad for the police chief. They had eight hundred cops out there, but if somebody wants to do something. And we've learned that here in this city. If somebody wants to do something, they can do it. And they will get away with it. Especially and when there's a million people there. Exactly. It's almost impossible to uh, to keep this from happening. It's it's just impossible. If somebody wants to make up their mind and go in there and start shooting up th- people, and I, I don't... We I'm don't even know the details of this yeah. one. I mean, and the, the, I believe the police came out and said this is more criminal in nature than, than terrorism. Um, and and who, who the hell knows? If three people have been arrested... You don't know. You don't know how it started. You don't know if these guys had an issue with each other and then started shooting each other. You don't know if they went in there to to cause craziness or were trying. Who knows? Um, but the point being that you're making is absolutely right. I mean, when there's a million people in in gathering, there's going to be some bad guys in there, and if they want to do something, they're going to do something. We we you know we live in a, in a city that has. Uh, you know, surrounded by 20, 25 million people. And if somebody wants to do something stupid in a subway, they can do it. On a bus, they can do it. On a bridge, they can do it. Uh, in a mass of people that uh, could be protesting, they could do it. I mean, it just, it's almost impossible to stop people from doing what they want to do if they can get their hands on things that they shouldn't have their hands on. Right. So I, I, uh, I, yeah, I mean, it's just, I, I don't know what else to say. It's just, you're heartbroken. You feel uh, terribly for all these families and all these victims. And there are a lot more victims than just the people that were shot. I sure. mean, you know, and then, of course, the family that lost a loved one. And then you read her story and you, and you realize that, you know, this was a DJ that did weddings. Everybody in the community knew her. She was a chief super fan. She, she died on the operating table after she was shot, shot in the stomach. And you're like, what the hell is wrong with people? I yeah. and and there's there's a million reasons why things like this happen. Uh, I don't certainly want to get into a political debate over it, but it just absolutely reminds us all that you know it could happen at any moment, anytime, anywhere, and that's why you got to be as vigilant as you possibly can and, and realize that you know there are people out there that for some sick reason. Uh, want to you know want to do th- something like this and and cause so much pain and anger and anguish? I don't know. I just I I stand there and I'm listening to the media like like pound the mayor like yesterday. I'm like what what is he supposed to do? He he's running a parade. There's a million people celebrating the greatness of the Kansas City Chiefs, and they did this twice already with no incident. It's right, and I felt bad for the police chief too. They they asked these idiotic questions like how am I. You're literally a half an hour removed from something that's so tragic, so awful, and you have people investigating it. 
and you have you can't have answers. Well, it's straight up. They're like, who do we blame? Who do we blame? Who can, whose face can we make the the face of this so everybody can go in and crush that person? And since the, these three people are detained and we don't know anything about them, all right, let's find the police. Let's find the mayor. Let's. How did this happen? Like, who can we blame for this? And it's just it's rinse and repeat, man. It's just it's it it really is. It's just it's it's just as you said, it's heartbreaking. It's also it's sickening to me how we as a society ingest these things and then what we spit out afterwards. I just want to find out exactly who the perpetrators are, why they were doing what they did when they did it. That that's really the three questions that I want to know. Yeah. And I, I can I can make assumptions. I don't want to make assumptions. I want, as we always say here, we want facts. Um and I just uh it's just as a football analyst who was covering the, the Super Bowl, who was around all the pomp and circumstance that the Super Bowl was. It was a great week in Las Vegas. It turned out to be a really good city to host the Super Bowl. The NFL pulled it off. CBS pulled it off. And there wasn't a, I mean, there wasn't, other than, you know, an angry fan here or there about different things that happened in the game, everything else was like smooth and couldn't have been any better. Right, in, in a city that obviously lots of crazy things happen in, and you get the Super Bowl and all the pomp and circumstance that rolls in there, and it was it was a tremendous week. And and then you got uh, something like this, of course, I that, that you know, mars the parade. I, I, I don't know about you. The moment I found out about what was going on, and obviously we all have our phones, so we all can see what's happening. Yeah. And we can get videos immediately and kind of like jump to conclusions if we want to. But, I mean, I, I was just like, I was, I'm, I was stunned. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. I mean, why, why is anybody, and this is the question, why is anybody bringing a gun to a parade, a celebration? Yeah, I mean, and I don't know what this says about any of this, but I, I was not stunned at all. And I think that any time that you get large gatherings, any time that, I mean, we're in a, a, a time where I feel like every single night, I, if you put on the news, look at your phone every single day, there's some sort of shooting somewhere. I mean, I wasn't surprised at all. I mean, I was d- completely disheartened about it and upset about it and couldn't, couldn't like look at those images that were, that were out there because it was disturbing. But to be surprised and stunned? No. I mean, I, I, I hate the fact that I have to think like that and we have to think like that. I mean, it feels like like nothing. I mean, you think about where all these shootings have happened over the last number of years from, you know, I mean, there's there's elementary schools and, and, and shopping grocery stores. I mean, it's just like, and a lot of it is bad luck for good people is really what it is, you know? And, and some people you say, like, I never thought about walking into a grocery store like up in Buffalo and being mowed down and killed. And and that, you think that's a safe place? I mean, to me, like going to a parade like that is not a safe place today. It's just not, and it sucks that that's the case. But it is, and you try your best to avoid certain situations. You try your best to insulate your family and protect them. And sometimes that's just not good enough. It's 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 impossible 
It's impossible to stop these things. And if 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 an incident like Newtown, Connecticut, didn't change things, then then an incident like yesterday is not going to change things either. And it's just it's unfortunately the reality of 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 today in America when it comes to shootings. And this is I would never want to live anywhere else. I love this country so much, but this is this is an issue that we have. It is. And it sucks. And it does. And it's on the front page and, and in your face again. Yeah, yesterday. And the, the amazing thing is is that we live here in New York City and every day there's another shooting. Yep. Every day. And these are people that somehow acquire illegal firearms. Yep. And they use them. Mm-hmm. It's like somebody selling drugs. It's like somebody who's drunk gets behind a car, goes down the wrong side of the street. I, I mean, it's it's over and over and over and over again. And I, I, I really don't know what the answer is. I don't either. And I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I do. And I know I that a lot of times they say, okay, you're good at complaining, but to come up with a solution. They're, it's it's not that easy. I mean, it is it is a nuanced, complicated conversation. And this is where you get into the political side of things and why things are the way they are. But, I mean, you could sit here and, and make the, buying a gun impossible for somebody. But the amount of guns that are out there and the, the trafficking of illegal guns to get in the hands of criminals, that is the bigger problem. You could sit here and make it impossible for a guy like me in New York to walk into a Dick Sporting Goods to buy a shotgun. But what are we doing to get the guns out of the hands of the criminals that are already out there that you don't buy at your local Walmart. Right, no matter how tough the gun laws are, and New York City has some of the toughest gun laws in America. Exactly. I you know, there are still people with guns that shouldn't have guns. That's yes. that that's the problem. Hundred percent. I I mean And that, is that gonna stop? How do you stop that? Are we well, focusing it's only, on that? Right, at, currently it's only getting worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's only getting worse and, and that is uh, you know that goes right to the people that are elected to run every one of these cities, every one of these um, municipalities. It, it basically, those are the people that are voted into office. Those are the people that have the policies that you know basically allow these things to happen. That's all there is to it. That's the political part of it. But and, the, and the reality is, is that you have victims now, and you have yep. more victims exactly. that other than the ones that are just shot. Because you know, I saw. Probably at least 10 interviews last night of people who saw people getting shot. Yeah. That have never seen anything like that in their lives. That is all of a sudden they're, you know, what you see in a movie is in front of your face in reality. You know, friends of yours getting shot, children being injured. You know, and I had mentioned recently the the uh, that uh, documentary of the Chowchilla kids that got kidnapped and how they are now. And that's that's a kidnapping. and They got stuffed underground for two days. And how the trauma that they had at that point affected them for the rest of their lives. And they, and it just derailed a lot of their lives. So that's what I think about some of these young kids who either got shot or saw this or are a part of that. I mean, hopefully now, you know, that was back in the 70s. You know, hopefully now we have come long enough and understood what you have to do in these very traumatic situations for children to get them in the best situation that... So they can go on and lead a successful life, but that's a that is a huge thing that that nobody I don't feel like is talked about enough. I mean, if it's when these kids will be patched up and fine, thank God, and walk out of the hospital. It's not like let's go to the playground. No, they're, they're, I mean what they witnessed is horrific and will have an imprint on their brain for the rest of their lives. You know, it's it's good to hear physically that they'll get through this, yes. right? 
They're they're at that Kansas City Children's Hospital. I've been there for CF events. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a great hospital. Most almost every single children's hospital in this country, uh, you know, is is a great hospital and 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 will handle all of this uh, the right way, both mentally and physically. Yeah. Now, I was thinking yesterday, and I'm, I'm, look, I everybody is going to handle this a certain way, and I just can't imagine what the players of the Chiefs and the owners of the Chiefs and and how they feel and and knowing. You know, the Hunt family and knowing who they are in that community and everything else, just the horrific feelings they must have about all of this. And I was just thinking, you know, it might think like Patrick Mahomes and maybe Travis Kelsey or go to the hospital, go see these kids. Do not take your phones. Don't put it on TikTok. Don't put it out there on Instagram. Don't take cameras with you. Go in there and see those kids and bring them jerseys, bring them footballs, do something to alleviate some of the mental anguish that they're going through right now. Yeah. And, and you're having, and listen, this is the power. And fortunately for me, I, I had that, I had that when I was playing. Mm-hmm. And a lot, every single player has it. That is an active player, especially a champion, especially someone like Patrick Mahomes, who is a hero to so many of those kids out there in Kansas City. I mean, quietly go in there and give them some solace of hope and, and give them something that you know that that they deserve. And they know? might they might have done that yesterday. They, well, at I don't some know point, if they can do it know. yet. But I just I just I don't know. I just I, I hope something like that happens for those families. I really do. They they have to have something that's going to give them a reason to you know get out of that hospital, walk out of there, and and somehow restart their life. I don't know how that's going to happen, but. You know, we all know somebody that has been a victim of something uh, along these lines, whether it's being a shooting, uh, a drug-laced overdose, um, you know, a, a drunk driver, yeah, somebody. And, and you forget the victims. Like, the victims just kind of go away for some reason. Or 9-11, you know, those families that were, uh, that were touched by that, that violence. I, I just, I don't know what the answer really is. I mean, because there's, there's two sides, and all they do is fight back and forth. Well, that's the and, that. and they can never come up with anything. They can never, you know, really have a solution because I don't necessarily know that there is one. If somebody wants to get a gun, they're going to get it. Yeah, I mean, and that's and right. There is. It's not going to change. I mean, it's gotten to the point now where I can confidently say that this is just part of living today and this point in time. It's just not going to change because there's been so many of these horrific events and it's it's rinse and repeat it's the same thing over and over again and it just doesn't change it's not going to change every time something like this happens you know they they look at who uh the perpetrators are they look at why they did what they did and they're all different sometimes there's connections and every a lot of it's different everything is different but i know one thing there is a mental health issue in most in most aspects of this you know if you're a I don't know who these guys or who these people are yet, but if you're a 17-year-old and you're carrying a gun around, I go, where did you get the gun and why are you carrying it around and what, what are you doing with it in a in a mass of uh, humanity yeah. that is there to celebrate the Chiefs Parade? Yeah. Okay, can you t- just... I want that answer. Why is that person doing that? Uh, you know, and, and how does that person come across getting one of those guns? Yeah. And and if you even if you find out that answer, you know the solution to help it not happen again is is certainly not that simple. Not you know? not in a country of three hundred and sixty million or so people. Right. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.